Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the door. Stay, 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 stay clear of the door. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA. Aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast, episode 155, y'all. Yeah. Once again, the number goes up because that is how this works. It is another episode of the Cat and Poochie era, the Dawes, Landon Doan, sitting in the driver's seat, but I do come bearing gifts, and that gift is my friend and yours. He is Papa Monorail. It's Justin Monorail, everybody. Jay, how we doing this morning? Hello, hello, good morning, everyone. Welcome back to the Morning Monorail. Landon, it's so good to be here. I hate to correct you right off the bat, but you skipped 154. This is episode 154. Well, the reason I said 155 is we're doing this uh, in StreamYard, which, by the way, keep an eye on the uh, Facebook group. We do go live sometime. It says episode 154 post-show, so I just assume <laughs> if there's a post-show for episode 154, you can't have a post-show with that of 154. <laughs> Well, okay, I okay. I will take my blame for the confusion there, but uh, but I, 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 you know what? I don't want to cheat, even though I can tell you for a fact we've done more than 175 episodes total, so numbers don't really matter at this point. But I don't want to take credit for something we haven't officially done. That's all. But okay, I am good. I am happy to be here. Um, another exciting monorail Monday, and man, we've got an action-packed show. So I don't, I don't want to delay any further. I say we get into it. Absolutely, we'll get into it. And uh, by the way, happy belated Mother's Day to all the uh, mother mon- monorails out there, including uh, Samantha Monorail, uh, Nani Monorail, and then if if you, the lovely listener, happen to be a mom, happy Mother's Day to you too. Hope you had a good one. I would Hope like your to- good for nothing kid did something for you. Yeah, absolutely. For once, you know they they spend their whole life leeching off of you, being worthless, sitting on the couch eating Cheetos. I hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! That 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 felt a little close to home. Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, you're you're right. <laughs> we can move on. Okay, all right. Yes, uh, continuing off of our uh, I guess trend from last week because it was so well received. We're talking Star Wars.
Yes, it was May the 4th this past week, by the way. Uh, May the 4th be with you and uh, Revenge of the 5th or the 6th. I don't know. I got some pushback on that online. It's one way or the other. Regardless, shut up and settle down, nerds. Uh, <laughs> but Walt Disney decided to give us a whole bunch of Star Wars news. Not only did it start with the video of the quote-unquote real lightsaber that they built and debuted in front of the press a few weeks ago where no pictures were um, taken or made available to the public, we got to see a video of Ray with the lightsaber like fully from the hilt extended out not one of those fun ones at, at Walmart that costs like $14.95 made of plastic this looked like the closest thing we're going to get to a real life lightsaber short of us creating laser swords that's true yeah it's not a, it's not a press a button and flick version this is a you press a button it activates it extends on its own I, I think it's funny that we're calling it real lightsabers. It feels to me a little bit like calling a hoverboard, as we know them today, a real no. hoverboard, because they're not. Um, but <laughs> Okay, it's real with an No, you said, you said you did. I, I wasn't saying this to you. I'm saying people online were saying, it's a real light. It's not a real lightsaber until it can melt a metal blast door. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but... You know, it's as close as we can get in our homes, you know, coming soon anyway. So I, I think it's really cool. Everything that we've learned about the Galactic Star Cruiser, it just continues to be one of those things where it's it's going to hurt me right in the bank account. I know it because I want to go there. I want to do that. I want to be there. I want that lightsaber. I want that interactive experience. I think what we've seen is that um, these are going to be two-day adventures, right? Two-night adventures? Yes, yes. Uh, for the uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, it's been announced a two-night, fully immersive adventure. Now, I'm sure if Disney realizes there's money to be made, they'll add on uh, you know, a, a three-night, a four-night, a full-blown week, and at that point, you're taking out a third mortgage to pay for it. Uh, but, but as of now, uh, when it opens in 2022, it is just a two-night yeah. adventure. I'm wondering if they'll handle it somewhat like they do cruises because, and, and I wonder the reason I bring that up is because it's a, it's all, it's all inclusive, right? I think, I don't know. Maybe food isn't included. Maybe I shouldn't. Now that I don't know, but there are tons of uh, dining and uh, both yeah. food and drink options within the star cruiser itself, but I do not know if it is all inclusive. Yeah. Maybe I'm, creating something in my mind that i just wish was true but let's just go ahead and announce it like it is all inclusive um you get your very own chewbacca a uh, yoda he exists and he's your butler like like let's just wildly speculate jay yeah i i would take all of that um let me just send a dm to daddy tomorrow and ask him what he thinks about it but uh <laughs> I do think that um, we can probably... The reason I brought that up is because I think we can look towards cruise pricing to start to estimate what like a double occupancy for a two-night adventure might be for something like this. But I honestly think cruises are going to be cheaper. Um, yeah. They haven't announced pricing yet, but you know, with, with the interactive storytelling, you're, you're basically... Surely there's going to be an option where you get to like role play through a story or you just get to go and stay and you don't have to do all that if you don't want to. Because some people are going to be like too shy to like get involved in the role playing type stuff, I would assume. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm sure that there's going to be like a full experience or like a, you get to come hang out and watch others do all the stuff. Uh, probably same price. But oh yeah, most definitely the same price. They're they're not just going to cut you a break because <laughs> you don't want to participate in, in you know lightsaber training. But they are advertising this as a story living, yeah. not a storytelling experience. Right. Like like for those two days, you're on the starship. You are in the Star Wars galaxy. You know that galaxy 
far, far away. Yeah, You're there, man. They're already too. I think building out that access from the Galactic Star Cruiser to Galaxy's Edge. There's going to be like a seamless entry point there for people that are staying on the Star Cruiser to go directly to Galaxy's Edge, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah, the quote-unquote transport shuttles will drop you off in Batu yeah. and Galaxy's Edge. I do wonder if you're going to be able to like cut lines and stuff like that, or maybe if you're staying on the Star Cruiser, you won't have to get up at seven o'clock Earth time <laughs> to try and get oh. that Rise of the Resistance uh, boarding pass. Oh, holy crap! You want to add value to that stay at the Star Cruiser? Guarantee spot on Rise. Ooh. That, that's pretty huge, <laughs> honestly. And why not? I mean, you're already paying probably like $9,000 to do it. That's the least they could do for you. It's like, yeah, sure, you can, uh, you can ride the ride. We, we, we got your money, sucker. Yeah. I mean, customer. I don't know if there's people that are listening to this at this point that have no idea what we're talking about. But, but just to lay this foundation now that we're like halfway into talking about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. We should probably tell them what we're talking about. They're building this fully immersive hotel that is essentially connected to Galaxy's Edge just outside of Disney's Hollywood Studios that's Star Wars themed. And, uh, yeah, this, it's, it's basically going to be like... If you ever, like, you go into Wizarding World, you see the people wearing the robes using the interactive wands, and, and you feel like, oh, wow, I am in Diagon Alley right now. Like, that's what it's going to be like, mm -hmm. except, like, for an overnight stay at a, at a hotel, which is just, it's, it's hard to an, uh, even imagine that. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm so excited. It looks so good, and, yes, I, I feel like I've got to start saving the, the nickels and dimes and pennies now so that maybe in... Oh, I don't know, 10 years I could do it? We'll see. Mm -hmm. Yep. After after the new is worn off. But in addition to the overnight stay, there's a dining room, the Crown of uh, Corellia dining room that's a fully immersive uh, Star Wars dining experience where I would imagine that there might be some cast members that are dressed up as aliens playing parts. I know they've put out a call uh, for jobs to uh, like uh, when it comes to the captain, the, the mechanic, the first mate. So there's going to be cast members playing roles mm -hmm. in this hotel to fully paint that picture that you, you ain't on earth anymore because when you step into uh, uh, the uh, galactic star cruiser, like you, your first steps are you're walking through an airlock. So you leave earth and then you are on a starship in space. Yeah. So, I mean, like, like this is going to be, like, it, nothing that Disney's offered before. Yeah, it's amazing. The, even the guest room. I know people, when they revealed what the guest rooms were looking like, people were like, ooh, I don't, I don't know if that looks like something I want to pay, like, a pretty penny for. I think they look really cool. I mean, it's supposed to almost look like a um, kind of quasi-cargo area. Like, if you look at the bunks that are in the wall... It should remind you almost of like staying in the Millennium Falcon, like what it might be like to, you know, sleep in a bunk there. But there are going to be beds for, you know, the adults, um, regular size beds. There are no windows to the outside. One of the things that I think is really funny is if you drive by, because you can, you know, if you're driving behind Hollywood Studios now, you can see the construction site. It's not like they've hidden it or tried to paint it blue so it's invisible. Um, <laughs> but like you look at it, and it's just a big concrete building. Like just with no windows, it's just so you would. It's actually a little bit brilliant because it just looks industrial. Like you wouldn't expect that to be the Galactic Star Cruiser. Um, so it's going to be pretty transportative uh, whenever it's like fully operate, fully operational. Ah, uh -huh, he said the thing from the thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the windows are going to be like simulated space. 
uh, you know, you're looking out into a galaxy far, far away. You're going to see uh, starships go by and all that sort of thing. It's just going to be so, so freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Please no Jar Jar's walking around. That's all I ask. I was wondering, like, like you would have to think there's going to be like, like characters that we know from the movies and the TV shows show up. I mean, like, you would have to assume at some point, like, you're going to see Chewie walking around. Probably most definitely Ray, because yeah. Ray is such a focus of the new Star Wars that Disney is doing. But it's like, mm, I don't know if we're going to get Jar Jar. <laughs> like, 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 it seems like doing Gungan makeup might be a little. Uh, involved let's just say mm-hmm. they could they could do it um but the thing is that dude is a klutz i wouldn't want to be on a galactic star cruiser with jar jar who knows like he's mm-hmm. gonna definitely bust that airlock open at some point and we're all gonna die yeah and and if i remember correctly he inexplicably found piles of uh of, of poop to step into and and for the price point you're paying i don't want to see one ounce of poop on the floor Not that's one. just me though I mean, I mean, if you want your high-ticketed uh, stay to involve uh, uh, extra... Bantha poodoo? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Misa, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, like, super excited. This is, like we said, going to be something that is... At least something that I've never experienced. I don't think this is something that Disney has even come close to experiencing uh I guess, uh, experience-wise, but uh, that wasn't the only Star Wars news that came out on May the 4th. We knew that Bad Batch was dropping on Disney+. Plus. Uh, by the way, still not sponsored by Disney+, Plus, but we're totally here to sell out. <laughs> Are you listening, Disney? Uh, we also kind of got surprises, and I loved these. The Star Wars biomes. Jay, w- were you able to check out this video? It's 18 minutes, and when it ended, it's like, oh, I want more. I haven't watched it yet, but this is totally up my alley because I don't know if you've had a chance to spend some time watching the Zenimation that they have. Um, and they're basically what that is, is they take a theme, something like water or flight or something like that. And they go back through the Disney animated movies and pull clips and just create no dialogue, just ambient audio and just visuals of whatever that theme is. And so it's like all it's clips from all your favorite movies. It's your favorite characters. And it's very, there, there's a good reason it's called Zenimation. It's very calming to watch, and I want more of that. So this is exactly my kind of thing. And I've, it's funny because I've heard people say this is like um, basically soaring over Star Wars kind of thing. That's exactly what I put in, in our Discord chat after I watched it. It was yeah. like, this is, this is like Star Wars soaring. And I also thought watching it, it's like, man, I wish there was some VR rig that oh. I could just put some goggles on and look around yep. and take in the different atmospheres and well, biomes that they put forth. Uh, they do the... Uh, they do tattooing. They do the uh, volcano planet from uh, episode three. Mustafa. Where Obi- yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Mustafa Ali, um, <laughs> uh, where uh, Obi-Wan had the higher ground, of course. Uh, they had the uh, uh, forest planet from Mando, uh, where they come across that like shrimp, prawn, farm thingamajig, uh, and, and stuff like uh, Also, uh, Hoth, that, uh, that's the oh, opening. Yeah. Uh, I guess biome and much like uh, what you were talking about, what Disney does with their animation, there is no dialogue, but you do hear audio cues that, you know, like on Hoth, you, uh, you hear, uh, Tauntauns. Yeah. Yeah. You hear Tauntauns. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you hear, uh, you hear ATATs and chicken walkers, uh, <laughs> 
thumping around on tattooing you hear jawas and stuff like that uh on the uh the planet from mando at one uh one point you actually see the razor's crest fly in the background oh, uh you don't you, you don't get to see baby yoda I know his name is Grogu, but it's Baby Yoda. <laughs> Shut up. Don't at me. Uh, but yes, like I I really enjoyed Biome. Yeah. I didn't know it was something I wanted until I watched it, but I want more. Yeah. So Disney, we know you listen to this podcast. Give me more. Yes. Also, it, uh, give me a VR hookup too. Yes. And also, like, I would love for there to be like a, uh, like, I don't know if your TV is like this, if, if you... Like turn off the input or walk away. It'll start doing like screensavers. I want the ability for Disney Plus. If like I fall asleep watching The Simpsons, like I do, like seven out of seven nights of the week, like <laughs> that's all the nights. Of, I know. Like like I'm I'm gonna let you in on a, on a secret. I watch The Simpsons. <laughs> By the way, we got a we got a new Simpsons Star Wars short. Which even as a Simpsons fan, it was very all right. Okay, but okay. I mean, it's three and a half minutes, so I'm not going to be one of these weirdos on the internet that cries about it. But um, like, I would, I would like instead of it just pausing and asking, "Are you still there?" Like YouTube or Netflix, it just starts like going through the biome yeah. as a is is a, a screensaver. Yes. Like, like I think I think that would be cool. So this is tapping into something that I feel like. There's got to be more of people like me out there, and apparently you too, Landon, where one of the things that I've discovered on streaming services is you can find these videos that are basically like, it's not a story, it's it's not a show, it's just something that you can put on and kind of relax, you don't really have to pay attention to it, it's like a calming thing. The one that pops to my mind, one of the first ones that I ever found was the on Netflix, there was a train from like Oslo to... Um, I can't remember the other city in Norway, but it's all it is is North Oslo. Yeah, North Oslo. New Oslo city. All it is is like a GoPro strapped to the top of a train and you get to watch the train going through this beautiful terrain and it's in real time. So it's like two hours long or more and you hear like the little train announcements and all that. I love it. I love, <laughs> I want more stuff like that. And you put the idea that like I could, you know, put me on the Millennium Falcon and let's do a trip from uh, Coruscant to uh, Alderaan. Oh, wait, sorry. Uh, let's pick something else. Uh, <laughs> Where's Alderaan? It should be here. <laughs> <laughs> but something like that where I could just put it on, put me in light speed for a little while, and then like cruising you know, over the terrain. Oh, it's perfect. That's, this is yep. the kind of stuff that yep. I would pay good good pennies, good good shiny pennies, not bad pennies. Good oh, pennies wow. You're going to use the shiny pennies? Yeah. You must really want this. Thing. I would do it. And so, yes, I, this is this is awesome. I'm, I'm excited. I haven't watched it yet, but I this is something I'll be watching this weekend. Yeah, definitely check it out. And also, uh, I know di generally Disney fans aren't cool with, like, you know, special overlays. I would pay money if for, like, maybe on May the 4th itself, Epcot had a Star Wars overlay on Soren with, 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 yes. with brand new smells. Like, like Disney, make it happen. That's so easy. Josh tomorrow. Come on. Do it. That's so it. easy. Why not? Do it, you coward. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to call you a coward. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I support it. Well, and speaking of flying around the Millennium Falcon, they also debuted uh, virtual walkthroughs of uh, 
I guess, famous star cruisers and starships from the Star Wars universe, the Millennium Falcon being one of them. I haven't been able to experience any of those, but I actually had a coworker come up to me on the 5th and be like, dude, did you see this on Disney Plus? Because, you know, everybody at works knows uh, I'm a big, <laughs> giant Disney dork. So so anytime anything Disney-related happens, they come and holla at your boy, which I'm totally fine with. But, um, yeah, uh, check that out as well. And I guess to close out our Star Wars Disney Plus talk, I want to give you an update because I am now halfway through Season 3 of Star Wars rebels and that show kicks ass oh wow okay it has gotten so much better (laughs) like like i like oh man the stories they're telling with the characters and the growth and i know a friend of the show tom offered to uh educate us on uh on on clone wars so we might have to take him up at that on Mm -hmm. some point because like like i am in love with this animated star wars universe it is so much dang fun yeah that's good to hear i'm glad because i know you were enjoying it but man it seems like you have it's it's like kicked into to high gear for you now so that's oh, it 1000 percent it, it has yeah. i will say if you do start season one is kind of slow and and ezra is is kind of a stupid little wiener whiny little, kid little punk Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he grows up. He still has stupid punk tendencies from time to time. But um, I, I love the characters on uh, on the Phantom. Um, I saw somebody post this on Twitter that uh, Chopper, yeah, Chopper, Chopper might be the best uh, droid in all of Star I've Wars. Heard people say that. I'm an R2 fan, but I can definitely respect the argument for Chop wow. being the best. Yeah, like like I am. I am full blown in on Rebels. Like like okay. Two thumbs up from the Dawes. Nice. I love it. I, I'm getting excited just hearing you talk about it. I'm ready to watch some Rebels now. Well, you should do that. Uh, but before you do that, uh, there was some other announcements on the Disney YouTube that maybe you need to check out. So uh, late last week, they decided uh, to put on their socials that they were going to be making some Halloween-related announcements because we're hashtag halfway to Halloween. And some people started wondering. It's like, so are they going to be bringing back... Um, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. And then we also got what I saw was the uh, logo for the 25th anniversary. So I was like, okay, holy crap, it's happening. It's coming back. Well, it kind of is, yeah. but it also kind of isn't. They announced the Boobash, which is very similar to the not so scary party, but it's the not, not so scary party. You know what's interesting about the naming here is the big party over at California Adventure during Halloween is the Oogie Boogie Bash. And so when I heard the name of this event, I actually got a little bit excited because I was like, oh, one thing that I'm a little bit jealous of in uh, Disney, between Disneyland and Disney World's Halloween celebrations is that the Disneyland Oogie Boogie Bash goes a little bit further with the spookiness. And I was thinking maybe this means they're going to crank it up a little bit at the old uh, most magical place on Earth. But I guess that's not the case. What it really means is that they wanted to bring us a Halloween party, but you can't really call it the not-so-scary party if you're not going to do the parade, if you're not mm-hmm. going to do the fireworks, and if you're not going to do shows like the Hocus Pocus stage show. So take all that stuff away. You can't really call it not-so-scary. So Boo Bash is what we get, and that's fine. I Here's the thing. I'm excited that we're getting a, an after-hours Halloween party. It, it almost sounds like a altered... It, I guess if you really wanted to break it down, it's more of an altered like villains party than it is a not-so-scary because they're taking so many things away from it. Um, 
I would hope that maybe they're going to limit capacity a little more than they've been doing for after hours parties recently up until the time where everything shut down for COVID uh, because that would give some value because I guarantee that the price point is still going to be what you would pay to go to like a not so scary. They haven't announced prices yet. We don't know. And, and tickets haven't gone on sale yet. That is just yeah. still one of those coming soon things if you're listening the day this podcast drops. Right. So I we're still wildly speculating that uh, about what prices are going to be and <laughs> And how, how is many? that different from any other week? We right. wildly speculate on everything. I just told you like 20 minutes ago that you get your own personal Yoda butler, y'all. <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of what we do around here. Um, but I did want to give that disclaimer. I think we will see, you know, the prices are going to be somewhere in the neighborhood of, of what an after-hours party typically is. Um, and they're basically going to say, well, we know you're going to pay it. And there and you they're go. they're right. Yeah, they're, they're right. Absolutely right. Yes. Yeah. So you're still going to get treats. There's going to be they're going to be giving out free treats. They're going to give out free candy. Um, you're going to be allowed to wear costumes. They're going to be character cavalcades. I've I've seen some criticism from people saying, "Well, this is essentially what they did last year at Halloween, but you didn't. They did it all day, and you didn't have to pay extra for it." <laughs> well, hmm. um, as Landon frequently says on this show, it's almost like Disney is in this to get paid. Um, yeah, profit deal. Yeah, so if they can find a way to charge you for something, obviously they're going to do that. You you almost had to look at last year as it was a total anomaly. They were just trying to do something nice because the world was on fire and still on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just now kind of a smoldering fire as opposed to the raging inferno it was last yeah. year at Halloween. But yeah. by the so, way, go get your shot if you're, if you're uh, eligible to. Yeah, so sorry, I'm going on and on about this. I just... I. I go on the side of I'm excited that they're doing it because, again, it's another step back. Of course, it's not the not-so-scary party. I think if you imagine they were going to go full-blown not-so-scary that you were kind of fooling yourself. Um, And eventually, we're going to get the nighttime fireworks again. Eventually, we're going to get stage shows again. It's just not happening now because they're trying to discourage all the the gathering of people in close quarters. And that's okay. It's going to be okay. This is a one-year thing. Next year, more than likely, not so scary. You'll be back full, full go, and we'll all be excited to get back to it. So it's fine, one thousand percent. And I did see somebody point this out. Just because they're not announcing it now doesn't mean they can't add stuff yeah. to it as it gets closer. Like, let's say we're all good boys and girls, and 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 we're able to, you know, nip this COVID nightmare in the oh, bud, well. so to speak. <laughs> which I mean. That's that, that's actually the funniest thing I've ever said on any <laughs> of these podcasts. Good. That's a yeah. good one. <laughs> Sadly, but like like it's not outside the realm of possibility they could add it and yeah. I don't have a problem with them with them underselling right now because it does leave them yeah. the spot to over deliver because I mean you did mention we're not getting the parade, we're not getting the fireworks. Um we're not going to be able to go up and you know hug on Stitch when he's dressed like Elvis. We're still going to be able to see them. We can yeah. probably still take uh distant selfies and stuff like that, but it but it's not going to be the not so scary. And this and this would have been the 25th anniversary of not yeah. so scary. So I mean like I I understand why they're not calling it not so scary especially on such a big anniversary of it. And plus it's like I think Disney kind of played this smart. They're already going to be celebrating what the the fiftieth anniversary of uh, of Walt Disney World. So don't stack the twenty fifth anniversary and the fiftieth anniversary. You stagger them, and you can make people pay twice to get the experience, y'all. Good point. Good point. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree with everything you said. I, I I think you do undersell it, 
um, they're still they're not gonna they're not gonna give us a discount for any of these things. But the, but you know if it turns out that things are looking a lot better by the time we get to August, they can always add a, additional uh, a features, additional shows, whatever you know it may be. So we'll see when we get there. I, I yeah. just think mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I, I having done a villains after hours party, having done a just an after hours party at Magic Kingdom. I can tell you, I think they're very good. I think Disney oversells the tickets, and you don't necessarily get the um, extremely reduced crowds that you used to. My hope is that maybe this year they'll at least reduce it by 10-15% of what they might normally sell, and I think Mm -hmm. that that makes the value even a little bit better. So, you know... um, I, I say do it. If you've never done one, do it. And Halloween theming is awesome. You're going to get yep. characters in special costumes. You're going to get cool cool pictures. And it should be a good time. And then something to look forward to when it's, you know, all the way um, back the way that it used to be, hopefully next year. Yeah, fingers crossed uh, by 2022, uh, we can celebrate the full-blown 25th anniversary of the Not So Scary. But uh, uh, this will start sometime in mid-August, going through October. Uh, If you do buy a pass, they'll grant you access to the Magic Kingdom starting at 7 p.m. without need of a day ticket. Uh, Starts at 9, ends at midnight. Some days they say it's going to start at 9.30 and at 12.30 a.m. So you're going to get bang for your buck. You can be in the park for uh, five hours without... Uh, having to get a day pass. And I do think with them already operating at reduced capacity, I would imagine they will also be selling these tickets at reduced capacity as well. Uh, They did say that if you are staying at select, select Walt Disney World Resorts, you will have early opportunities to buy these tickets. So if you're going to be staying down there in that mid-August through October window and this is something you want to do, keep an eye out, Mm -hmm. A, if it's going to be happening on a day you're down there, and B, when that early opportunity opens for you. Because, uh, spoiler alert, me and my ma'am, the Lotus Mama Dunn, we are staying down there during that window, and I am going to be all over that during the uh, early window buying opportunity because uh, I'm a giant Halloween honk, and my mom is too, and my mom's never experienced an after-hour party, and... uh, like, 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 we want to go to this, even if it isn't full blown, not so scary. And I've already seen people online complain that it's not, not so scary, but it's like, whatever. We, we in the Doan household are very excited that Disney is doing this and we are going to have the opportunity to take it in. But that was not the only Halloween related announcement that we got uh, this past week. And this is kind of exciting because, as you know, here on the morning monorail, we are all about hashtag saving the Muppets. Well, it's hashtag save the Muppets, but it, it sound never mind. You know what I mean. <laughs> but we're getting more Muppet content, and it just so happens to involve one of my and your favorite attractions, Jay. Holy crap, we're getting Muppets Haunted Mansion. Yeah, I almost hear you getting choked up when you say that. It's like it's so good. It's almost it's like almost too. It's too good of a matching to be true. Like it's this is one of those too good to be true type situations. I mm-hmm. mm, so good chocolate and peanut butter. Right there, putting together, put together for us. You get hua and bam, combine them together, hua bam, y'all. <laughs> but it's like, like, yeah, this is this is a perfect marriage, and this is one of those things. Like we've always heard the stories that uh, that there was going to be a Muppet makeover of the Great Movie Ride in Hollywood Studios. Clearly, that never came about. But at the same time, it's like we're not going to get a full blown like Muppet overlay of Haunted Mansion. But now it's like, 
man, that'd be really awesome if we did get a full-blown Muppet overlay of the Haunted Mansion. But instead, we're getting a Disney Plus special, uh, which, I mean, that's that, that's that, that's a win for me. We're getting We're getting more Muppet content, and it happens to be involving arguably the best ride in the Magic Kingdom, maybe, in the entire Walt Disney World Resort. Yes. When I heard this news... I got so giddy. I probably giggled like a schoolboy because honestly, I am super excited about this. I I'm a huge Muppet fan. I mean, as you mentioned, one of our large efforts around the morning monorail is the hashtag save the Muppets effort. We want to see more Muppets in the parks. We want to see more Muppets on Disney Plus. We want to see good Muppet content and we want to see the Muppets used appropriately. I think this is perfect. Um, I hope that there are some nods to the Eddie Murphy movie in the Muppet special. That would make me very happy. In fact, if they want Eddie Murphy to be part of this Muppet special, I would support that. I think that would be great. Hmm, okay. All right. Question on that. What if they had Eddie Murphy involved, but he was a talking donkey? <laughs> hmm. Just, just sounds that, that sounds like a winner to me, but please continue. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Um, <laughs> I think it'd be pretty cool to incorporate him, though, and and just, you know, calling back to a movie that I think people hate on for no good reason. Um, It's not great, but I will say, and I've said it before, I'll say it again, the Haunted Mansion movie is the second best movie Disney ever made based on an attraction. That holds up to this day. And obviously, number one is Country Bears. Yes, yes, number one is Country Bears. Coming in close third is Pirates of the Caribbean. No, no, no. Pirates is behind the Tower of Terror made for TV oh, movie you're right. starring Kirsten Dunst. You're Come right. <laughs> but anyways. Which, by the way, how many of y'all out there knew that existed? Oh, it's it's a good one. And the guy from Wings is in it. Um, I thought it was Steve Gutenberg. Oh, you're right. Well, I'm thinking of The Shining that they made for TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's practically the same thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, uh, anyways, um, this is going to be so good. I just can't wait to see that classic Muppet humor. I think I think the Haunted Mansion is a, is a perfect setting for the Muppets because the especially that second half of the Haunted Mansion is just irreverent humor at its best. So mm-hmm. I think uh, Uncle Deadly is going to be a great uh, <laughs> featured player in this special. And it still cracks me up. There's a Muppet named Uncle Deadly. Yeah. But I'm, I'm super excited about it. I I mean, people, come on. I asked you when Muppets Now came out to just loop it. Watch it on loop. Get those views up. Let people, let Disney know that we want to see more Muppet content. I don't think you did that for me. Please do it for the Muppet Haunted Mansion special. Please. Please. And on top of that, if you want to uh, get excited now in May, they did put up a uh, kind of self-guided tour of the most mystifying uh, spots in all of Walt Disney World. Not only Walt Disney World, the Magic Kingdom, Hong Kong Disney, and Disneyland Paris, uh, stuff like that. And Uncle Deadly kind of prompts you on a choose-your-own-adventure, so to speak, and you can click some YouTube videos and watch a small history of each attraction and a little bit of the the behind-the-scenes. So definitely check that out. That's available right now on YouTube. But, yeah, get excited for the uh, Muppet Haunted Mansion because, uh, like, like, it's it's Muppets in the Haunted Mansion. What's not to like, ding-dongs? Come on, get excited. (laughs) That's right. Come on, jabronis. 
Yeah, which by the way, uh, Pepe was totally dressed like uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson in that announcement video with his black turtleneck and golden chain. Which, which, like, is a wrestling fan. It's like, holy crap, they're making this just for me. It's like, yeah. it's the Muppets, it's Haunted Mansion, it's wrestling. Like, like, I think if you actually play the announcement video backwards, it says, "Landon, we got your back and we love you." Yeah, this was like a Landon fever dream come to life. <laughs> <laughs> But honestly, it's so good. I just need more of this kind of stuff. I I think you know, uh, we with these. Do I ever need to leave Disney Plus again? With with the content they're giving me for Star Wars, the Muppet content, like you're you're earning my money, Disney Plus. That's what that's all I'll say. You're earning it. Yep, mm-hmm. still the best twelve ninety nine. Well, I, I spend a little bit more because I get Hulu and ESPN Plus, but still the best uh, streaming service I pay for every month. By the way, we are not sponsored, but once again, Disney, we are here <laughs> to sell out. So holla at your boys. Uh, real quick, uh, we're not going to get fully blown into this. Uh, they did announce last week that there are three restaurants reopening around the Walt Disney World Resort. Chef Mickey's Dinner, uh, Cape May's Cafe, and then Tusker House mm-hmm. at Disney's Animal Kingdom. So uh, if if you're a fan of any of those three restaurants, get excited. I know some people really dig Chef Mickey's, uh, though I do hear some stuff. It's slightly overpriced. Honestly, I haven't been in like 30 years, so I really don't feel like it's fair for me to weigh in on it. But yeah, uh, once again, it's a step back towards normalcy. I think that's a word. <laughs> We're rolling with it. I said it with enough confidence. Like, yeah, that sounds right. Good job, Landon. So uh, yeah, there's there's that. So um, uh, yeah. I would say that the interesting thread between these three restaurants is that they're all character dining experiences, um, yes. and that's the big reason they didn't come back. Not only are there character dining, uh, I know that Chef Mickey's and Tusker House were both buffets. I think that Cape May was also a buffet, so I think I think we're talking like three, because I never did Cape May, so I could be wrong about that one. So I think we're talking three character dining buffet situations that basically... No, no, no good during COVID times. You no, can't, that, yeah, you yeah. can't do that. So, don't want people crowding and then touching while crowding. Yeah, so the interesting thing, just to, to touch on this for a second, is uh, Cape May, they're not bringing the character experience back yet, so that's still on hold, and maybe that's just because it's hard to space people out in there. Maybe it's a different, like they just can't work with the space as well. They're going to do the distance characters at Chef Mickey's, and I think they're doing the same thing at Tusker House, which... I think will be similar to what they were doing at Garden Grill. Um, and the buffets, I, I still don't think they're going to be buffets. I think it's going to be more um, all you all you care to enjoy, I think is what they call it, where they bring the platters to your table. Um, mm-hmm. But Cape May actually has a menu where you're going to order stuff um, as opposed to having a buffet. So it's, it's, it's all just altered, and they're just trying to... I, I think they need more capacity because, as we saw this week... Um, there were some changes based on CDC guidelines that uh, physical distancing could be reduced from six to three feet in um, in a lot of situations, and so Universal jumped all over that, and they immediately yeah, they, they immediately <laughs> reduced their physical distancing to to, uh, to three feet. And then the other thing is temperature checks uh, can be phased out, and so what that signals to all of us is that um, capacity can start to be creeped up. That being the case, you need more dining options. Yeah. I think that's what's happening. And and that's probably that's probably a correct option. Uh, I'm looking at the Cape May announcement. I don't 
see uh, them announcing them uh, having characters return, but both Cape May Cafe and Dinnertime at Chef Mickey uh, bookings have opened uh, as of this past Friday. So if that's something you want to get in on on your next trip down there, maybe go to Cape May's and get some uh, Mickey and Minnie waffles. You now have the available to do so and make those reservations. But speaking of Mickey waffles, it is time for a brand spanking new Fast Pass standby snack break. Yeah, nailed it in one take. I'm good at this. Uh, this week, uh, we invited you to join us on the Monorail Family Facebook group, and we're asking you to fast pass, standby, and snack break some different modes of transportation in the Walt Disney World Resort. Now, if this is your first go around with fast pass, standby, snack break, I'm asking you to rank three things, and if you're going to fast pass something, this is your top choice, and it's something you definitely do not want to miss. If you want to stand by something, it's not your top choice, but it's still something you definitely want to get in on so you'd be willing to wait in line for. And if you want to snack break something, um, uh, you might actually go grab a snack while your party does this. And on top of that, you'll even watch the purses and the bags while your party does this. So this week, we're talking some transportation, and it would be irresponsible of me if we're talking Walt Disney World transportation if I did not include this mode of transportation considering it is pretty much the entire gimmick of this podcast we have monorails skyliners and boats and yes that includes any variation of the boats because i know there's several different modes of water transportation in the walt disney world and uh, once again uh people lost their goddamn minds <laughs> in the facebook group like like just mass hysteria um it was a revolt yeah, a little bit. Uh, some people just flat out refused to participate. Jay had to go full Judge Dredd and just started sending people to the penalty box. I think I think uh, Cocktail Bob is still there as we speak. We might want to go check on him. Like like at least take him like like a cup of water and a snack or something. He's been in there for days. It's like going to the hole. I mean, I don't play around with the with this uh, judge, jury, and executioner power that I have. It's a serious is, business. Uh... <laughs> and if you if you're gonna come, hey. You're going to come around act a foo. You're going to go sit in the penalty box for a while. Sorry. That's just how it is. Yeah. I uh, I like to say that we are now in the find out portion of America's favorite new game show. Uh, bleep around and find out. Yeah. So uh, actions do have consequences. But uh, to shake some things up. I'm going to be going first, reading some Facebook responses, uh, and then, Jay, uh, I want to get your rankings at the end of this, and I'll throw mine out there. And I'm not even going to wait to make a post in the Facebook to, to announce next week's Fast Pass standby snack break because uh, it's going to be building on something we talked about in this very fine podcast. So, Jay, you ready? Let's do it. All right. First up, we do have the aforementioned inmate uh, cocktail, Bob. First of all, uh, he, he wanted to start it out. Uh, you can't rate these. It's totally dependent on traffic. Fast pass whatever has the shortest line. And I responded, in all caps, that's cheating, Bob, because it is. Yep. And then, and then Judge Jay threw him in the penalty box. Then uh, he finally decided to play ball. Uh, Bob is going to uh, fast pass the monorail because he likes to keep it OG. Uh, he is going to stand by uh, the ferry boat, not the friendship boats, he says, because he's a pirate. <laughs> Yarg. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm just I'm, I'm just fine that, that he's actually participating. And then finally, he's snack breaking the Skyliner. He says, relaxing ride, but do you want your friends to be seeing you ride it? Too many stops from Point uh, Hollywood Studios to Epcot. And then he asks, uh, I do, or he does ask if anybody wants to get in on a Skyliner bar crawl, which, uh, by the way, holla, it's your boy. 
Yes. And by the way, Skipper Bob, not Skipper Bob, by the way, Cocktail Bob, um, <laughs> too many Bobs. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, we're huge with Bob. We're big in the Bob community. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes, we should totally do the Skyliner bar, bar crawl for sure. But yes, you, listen, listen. When when Landon lays out the rules and he gives you your options, you don't get to argue. You don't get mm-hmm. to make statements. You don't get to revolt because guess who's in charge? Landon's in charge. It's his game. He makes the rules. You either play or you get on the bench. But I appreciate the fact that he participated. So thank you. Thank you, Cocktail Bob. Yeah, thank you. But I also appreciate my foreman over here just doling out justice. This is the Captain Poochie era, damn it. (laughs) All right. Moving on. Um, We had another insubordinator as our second response. (laughs) Keenan from Part of Our World podcast. Um, I'm just going to say this was classic Keenan over analysis. Okay. Keenan tends to do this. He claims it's because he's teacher. I think it's because he's nerd. Um, <laughs> but you know, There's he's in good. There's nothing wrong with that. You, you, yeah. You're among friends. Here. You're, um, you're among friends. He says, uh, fast pass, monorail. It's both retro and futuristic at the same time. Plus, it's great for leaving MK and getting food at one of the loop resorts. Absolutely. Good lunch break. <laughs> Standby, Skyliner, the most efficient transportation method, and it's fun to ride in. Agreed. And number three, he snack breaks boats. Nothing wrong with boats. They're relaxing and you get some great views, but they're just not as cool as the other two. Plus, barring breakdowns, they're the slowest. All good sound reasoning, Mr. Nerdy Keenan. But you did it. <laughs> I appreciate that we finally got the answers out of you, and I think you did a great job. Yeah, strong answers, even though he wanted to abstain and called this nonsense. <laughs> He's Quit also in the penalty in my box. segment. <laughs> I, I spent upwards of four minutes coming up with this idea. Jeez. <laughs> Next up, we got Jeff. Uh, he's going fast pass boat. Nothing like a cruise down the Sasagula. Nice views and that Disney, Disney breeze. Mm. He's standby in monorail because it is pure Disney. Ride through the contemporary, the poly, the grand flow, and drop you right off at the Magic Kingdom. Strong point. And then he's snack-breaking the Skyliner. Lots of fun. There are no losers in this list. Thank you, Jeff. I did think this was a fun list. Agreed. All right, moving on to our friend Kelsey. She says she would fast-pass the Skyliner. Love it. She loves the new mode of transportation, and, and you know, I don't argue with you. Stand-by, monorail, and snack-break, boat. Only because of how much I enjoy each of the modes of transportation and not based on speed reliability and that's all we asked kelsey just what do you like it's simple bob (laughs) sorry (laughs) and keenan it's not nonsense appreciate the answer kelsey yeah that's right over to you landon with amanda next all right we got amanda she is fast passing the skyliner standby in the monorail and snack breaking the boat she says she's never actually done the boat and she loves the skyliner and she has to stay at a Skyliner resort. I'm right there with her. I mean, I've tried the boat, but I'd love to stay at a Skyliner uh, resort, which uh, I might be in the future. Ooh. We call that a tease in the business, y'all. Landon, you did stay at a Skyliner resort because we were at the Art of Animation uh, when the Skyliner was running. We just didn't use it to get to Hollywood Studios. Was it open, though? I thought I thought they were still just testing it. Maybe they were just testing it. So, But you did stay there while it was actually like gondolas were moving. Are you really going to rule lawyer <laughs> me on this? Once again, this is my segment. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> uh, now we got Steffers. Don't call Steffers. her Stephanie. 
by the way, Stephanie, um, you don't call her Stephanie, but she's in the parks right now as we speak. So I hope she's having a great time. And maybe by the time you hear this, I might have hung out with her at Hollywood Studios. So what? yeah, it's true. All right, she's going to fast pass monorail in parentheses nostalgia. Get that. Standby Skyliner in parentheses because it's awesome. Duh. How do you say does a question? Um, Duh. That's how you say it with a question. <laughs> and snack break fairy because I never use it. Well, I mean, that's Fair. a good reason uh, and good answers. Way to go, Steffers. Don't call me Stephanie. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got Lee. He is fast passing the Sasagula River boat. Hashtag nostalgia. And it takes me to the springs. Uh, strong uh, reasons for liking it, even if it's hard for me to pronounce. Uh, standby monorail. No explanation needed. Fair enough. And he's snack breaking the Skyliner. He would put every other boat type here or even the buses. Those things all swing about and crash and aren't high enough for my liking or list of favorite things to do. And yes, there is a reason I didn't list buses because that would be the runaway of snack break. Nobody likes the buses, even when you're riding. Come on, Lee. You ride a bus over the Skyliner? Come on. I don't know about that. Um, all right. Now we come to one that I may have to, I'm just going to have to take a moment with. Oh boy, Jay, the floor is yours. <sighs> This is our friend Marissa, who, by the way, brand new uh, evangelist for Animal Kingdom, and I love her yes. for that. Mm -hmm. I, I love having another person on board. Um, so go it, go out and preach, Marissa. Spread the good word. Here are her, are her responses, and then I will retort. Number one, fast pass boat, which is crazy. There's something extra <laughs> magical about taking a boat into MK. All right. Standby Skyliner, super convenient and great for dining at Riviera Caribbean, or I guess it's Caribbean. No, it's Caribbean Beach, I think is what they say. I don't know how you say it. Yacht and Beach if you're in Hollywood Studios or Epcot and snack. <clears throat> Monorail always breaks down, needs refurbs. I can take the L at home and get the same experience. And, and she doubles down by saying, I said what I said. She sure did say what she says. And, and and she can take the L at home because she's totally catching an L at home right now. Yeah, exactly. Marissa, you're about to take an L because do you know what group you are part of on the Facebook? <laughs> what? What is going on here? What is happening? How? 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 Look, monorails are not your standard mass transit train. They're just not. They're magical. You know how we say anytime you eat something that is shaped like Mickey, it's even better than the regular thing because things that are mi Mickey-shaped taste better. The, this applies in, a, in kind of like a transitive way to the monorail. It takes you to the Magic Kingdom. It takes you to through the Contemporary Resort. It is... Walt brought us this piece of future technology, and you're going to just snub it in this way? I'm I'm hurt. I'm shocked. I'm appalled. I'm obviously not speechless, but when I first read it, I was. <sighs> I'm not going to argue with you that it needs an upgrade, but it's still magical. You still get that voiceover. It's beautiful. It's the monorail, and we're on the monorail, and let's keep it going. Let's get on to, to old man Frank, because I, I need to sit over here and, and lick my wounds for a minute. 
Yeah, and I don't think I could have added anything to that, even if I tried. Uh, next up is Old Man Frank of Dillo's Diz, and I'm really not sure where he lands on this, so I'm just <laughs> going to read the entire thing, and we'll dissect it after the fact. Uh, if this was Skyliner Bus Uber, the first of all, Frank, no, uh, <laughs> the Skyliner would get more love. Monorail, boat, Skyliner, in that order. Okay, the boats are highly underrated, have always loved the friendship, but whenever I take any kind of boat across the Seven Seas Lagoon, so good. This so is good. not meant to be hating on the Skyliner ranking, just dis- the descending into the Riviera is excellent. So we did land on it. It was kind of buried in there, but I understand Frank is old and he doesn't understand how formats work. <laughs> Yeah, so I guess we take his ranking to mean fast pass monorail, standby boat, and then, um, oh, I'm sorry, yeah, and then snack break Skyliner. Um, And he says it's not meant to be hating on the Skyliner. But I do have to say that the way that I read this sounds a whole lot like the way he talks about Animal Kingdom, and it really feels like he just wants to say something like, this is chronologically the sixth mode of transportation <laughs> in the Walt Disney World Resort, and he's going to like push up his glasses. Too many nerds in the comments this time. Nerds! Though, though, though to be fair, you and I are on a podcast talking about Walt Disney World. It's not like we're, we're you know the epitome of cool. Well, I am, but you're not. <laughs> You know. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. We're on to Skipper Bob. The other... Another Bob. The other significant Bob in our lives. He says, Fast Pass Monorail, Standby Skyliner, Snack Break... Actually, said Sank Break. Boat. He did say Sank. (laughs) Monorail... Which is funny. Sank Boat. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he did it on purpose. Um, he said, Monorail is just classic Disney. Resort rail for the win. The Skyliner is the newest, biggest bad boy on the scene, and if they increase its reach, could end up surpassing the Monorail one day. Not all boats are created the same. I don't know why he avoided saying equal. I'm assuming this is for transporting boats. So the MK Steamboat or Mexico's or Living with the Land are out. We didn't necessarily say that, but... That is true, and I... Oh, man. I did say all variations of boats, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I think I think I really screwed this one up in, in hindsight. But I think you could naturally assume, since we were talking about, like, to and from... Pl- transportation, yeah. Yeah, that, that maybe the, the boats on, like, uh, Frozen Forever After are not included. Man, um, well, we could have just done, uh, done a segment on boats and Epcot. That's true, and maybe we will. Ooh, well, producer, make a note. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um, just giving you a hard time, Skipper Bob, but uh, it is funny that you, your little autocorrect fail there, boat sank is pretty, pretty funny to me. And even Zoe thinks it's hilarious. So yeah, Zoe is all fired up. She thought that sank boat joke was great. Yeah. All right. You've got Lucas Landon. All right. Uh, have you never ridden the Skyliner? It would be unfair for me to rate it higher than Snack. I get that. Although I would assume it would move up once I get that experience. That said, I would fast pass the monorail. I mean, nothing says Disney like the monorail. Lucas gets it. Stand by a boat ride. This might be a stretch, but I love staying at Port Orleans because I get to ride the pontoon into <laughs> Disney Springs and then Snack break the monorail. Wait, do what now? <laughs> I guess he's not even listing the Skyliner. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, so Monorail gets uh, gets gets two votes from Lucas. All right, I see. This is the type of going rogue I can appreciate. He, That's right. he laid out why he's going rogue, and I understand it. Lucas, good on you. But at least Monorail 
is one of the options, and he just chose it twice. That's fine. Exactly. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't go Uber like Frank. Or Frank, but theme park I mean, Rob. I mean, if, if, if you're if you're gonna do uh, ride share, why didn't you go with the minivans? Come on. Well, because those are rip as well. Yeah. Um. All right. So now we got Jr. Fast Pass Monorail because tradition and ease of access to most of the parks. It's what defines Disney World. I agree. Standby. Death Buckets. Skyliner. <laughs> I enjoyed them, but my wife wasn't as much a fan, and wind can be a big factor. Snack Break. We love the boat. It's a family tradition to leave MK on our last day via boat and wave goodbye, but that's the only time we ride it. So it's interesting that they have this family tradition. He loves the boats, but he would put the Death Buckets above them. And he called them Death Buckets. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whatever. No, part of his family tradition is waving goodbye and me just thinking about that moment. Like, like that that just makes me sad. Me too. Mm. I know. I, I, I do get a little a, a little choked up thinking about it. I don't want to say goodbye to the Magic Kingdom either, but what a beautiful way to say goodbye on, no the, kidding. You know, on the Seven Seas Lagoon. It's that's mm. I like it. I like I like little this is something we should talk about maybe eventually too, is like people's individual family traditions at Magic King or at the Walt Disney World Resort. Like what's something your family always does as part Ooh. of your trip? I think that would Ooh. be an interesting thing to talk about. That would be awesome because it's like p- part of the magic you make going to Disney World is going with the people, well, that you go with. Yeah. Though, though it's like I am a proponent of solo Disney and, uh, and and we might be doing a podcast on that at some point. But uh, yeah, once again, producer, Mark Tape, make, or, or make, make a note, a note. Or, or do whatever producers do. I don't know. It's not like I am one. Next up, Michael Matande. First time I get to read one of his answers. So nana, nana, boo, boo <laughs> in your face, Jay. Fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can feel the jealousy. Uh, going with the popular answer here in line with Keenan, Steffers, and Skipper Bob. Fast Pass, the monorail. There's a reason why this whole damn group is named after it, and it is the best. You're damn right, Michael. And and, and, and he said damn, so I can say damn. <laughs> Those are the rules. Uh, stand by the Skyliner. The views, the speed, the convenience, and the personal space, which is very important in this day and age. And then Snack Break or Snack Bree, the boat. Too slow, and although I can swim uh, as a black man, I have the lowest odds of survival. If that's the thing, go if that thing goes Titanic on us. I oh, hmm, hmm, hmm. moving on. We've got. <laughs> I just don't think we can comment. I don't think there's nope. anything we can nope. safely say. Lexi nope. uh, chimed in on this one, and she said <laughs> she's gonna. We love you, Michael. Um, yeah, she's gonna fast pass the monorail. Duh, no explanation necessary. Standby Skyliner, who doesn't want to fly through the sky, and Snack Break Boat. Snack Break Boat. As long as Long Islander it just reminds me of home and actually pulls me out of the magic for a second. Hmm. As a Long Islander. I, I feel like I never read this correctly. Can I get it one more time? One more time. Sure, take it from the top. As a Long Islander, it just reminds me of home and actually pulls me out of the magic for a second. Okay. That's fair. Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah, and 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 you want to be in that whole Disney magic bubble and anything that puts you back home. Ugh. Yeah, don't want that. No, absolutely not. There's a reason you escape home and, and go down for a week or a couple days, whatever you're down there for. Uh, next up, we have Kevin. He is fast passing monorail. And if this isn't your fast pass, I believe you're in the wrong <laughs> Facebook group. Uh, shout out to Kevin because Kevin gets it. Uh, stand by the Skyliner. Reminds me of a ski lift, and I know there's been issues with them. Yes, there has, but it's almost like a ride on its own. And then he's snack breaking. I've never been on one of the boats, but I don't have the desire to, especially because <laughs> I've never learned to swim. 
Oh, Lord. <laughs> this, uh, oh, this fast, fast well, I, I think I do actually need another uh, glass of wine here. Uh, Jay, why don't why don't you read Gabby while I uh, while I get some more uh, adult <laughs> okay. no no juice? All right. Wow. Uh, Gabby, Gabby, uh, this isn't going to give you a ton of time to refill because this is our shortest response. She got right to the point. Fast pass Skyliner, standby monorail, snack boat. By the way, Ooh, I, I would ride the snack boat. Yeah, I was going to say the same oh thing. Oh my God, yes. Sign me up for snack boat. It's better than trash boat. Mm hmm. Or a, sunk boat. Yeah, or sunk. <laughs> sank boat. <laughs> Yeah, sank boat. There it is. Like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> Next up, we have Shannon Skyliner for the Fast Pass. All right. I wish it was available to use to go to more parks and spaces. I will agree with that. It's hard to pick the next two, she says. The monorail has to be the standby, and the boat is the snack break, only because she has to choose. It depends on where I am heading as to which one to choose. I get that. Yep. I get that. Makes sense. And we're rounding out the Facebook group responses with our good friend, former travel agent to the stars, Nick Salcedo, the lovely Nick, the the greatest father of all time, in my opinion, Nick Salcedo. Aren't um, you a father too? Are you are you including yourself? In he this? outranks me because you know what? Okay. He he's raising three girls, little girls, all at once, and he does it with a smile and class and grace, and that makes him the greatest father of all time. Well, and even having never met Nick and having met you, I would agree with your, your, your <laughs> assessment. Okay. So he says, this is one's tough for him, but he says, fast past the monorail because it goes to the parks we frequent the most, MK and Epcot. Standby Skyliner. Actually, he said Skykiner. That's all right. Really? I prefer if it was the Sky Kinker. That's just me, though. <laughs> What's your Sky Kink? It's um, a sky bucket, but sexy. <laughs> the death buckets are my sky kink. <laughs> Not not here to sky kink, Shane. <laughs> He's a skyliner. Really cool. Love the views and the ride in general. Not a huge fan of heights, so kind of makes me nervous. Snack break boats, only because I have to pick one. Really can get some great views of the resorts from the water and is really nice. Totally agree. Um, and I think that's one of the great things about all three of these modes of transportation. Great views. All mm -hmm. of them. Really. And they all give you unique views. Yes, for sure. Views you don't typically get if you're just on the ground or in the parks. Absolutely agree with you there, Landon. One of my favorite views ever is that cruise around Future World, the loop that you take on the monorail before you get off at Epcot. Oh, man. What a great bird's eye view of Epcot as you're making that grand circle tour around Spaceship Earth. And, you know, it's good. I like waving at the folks down below and just basically saying, I'm better than you because I'm on a monorail. <laughs> I have the higher ground, Anakin. You can't win. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So all good. Uh, Landon, I want you to tell me your responses first before I tell you mine. Okay. That's fair. Since, uh, since we switched up the order this week, we, we will continue with that. I'm going to go fast past the monorail. I mean, come on. Like, like a, not only am I driving, the morning monorail. Uh, it is my favorite mode of transportation in all of Walt Disney World. You could just get on the dadgum monorail and ride. Like, like that That in and of itself is an experience, uh, especially on the resort loop You uh, when, you know, the world isn't on fire and it's fully open and stuff like that. You can go enjoy some top-notch food and drinks, uh, some great atmosphere on top of that, too. So uh, for that reason, and also it drops you off at the Magic Kingdom and Epcot, which is totally awesome. Uh, I'm going to go monorail now here i i run into a uh 
issue or issue, uh, if you will. I've never been on the Skyliner before, Jay. Mm, didn't know that. No, no, haven't. Uh, I was not down uh, when it was open uh, at the uh, resort where it was available to me, and I never got the opportunity to ride it from Hollywood Studio or anywhere like that. But I still kind of want to go standby for the Skyliner because I think it's just a very cool mode of transportation. Again, it gives you very unique uh, views. It gets you to places that the other forms of transportation outside of the bus can't get you. And plus, there's there's the option. Uh, it could crash into another one. That's, that's, that's exciting, <laughs> and right? if that did happen, you're going to get some nice benefits. You're going to get some gift cards, probably some fast passes from Disney. Hey, I'll take that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I, I mean, as long as I, you know, don't die or anything like that, I am willing to sign up for that. And uh, this one does kind of pain me. I guess I'm going uh, snack break the boats because uh, when I was growing up, uh, my mom, uh, dad and little brother and me, we went down to uh, Disney for a conference that my mom was going to. Uh, so me, my dad and uh, and my little brother we were actually staying at the boardwalk. So we were able to just hop on the boat and we were literally minutes from Hollywood studio. So that's something that's always stood out in my mind. It's just so dang cool. It's almost like your own private service to drop you off practically right at the front door of Hollywood studio. I think that's super cool. Of course, uh, hopping on the big dad gum boat that drops you off at the front door of magic kingdom is super awesome. But depending on what time of day, or more particularly night, you're trying to get on that big dadgum boat, you can wait mm -hmm. and wait mm -hmm. and wait mm -hmm. and wait. Mm -hmm. And okay, I'm done. But but you 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 get you get the point. Uh I don't necessarily think it's a bad mode of transportation, but again, kind of what uh some of our rankers in the Facebook group went through. This is just the third option of the three given. No answers are wrong. But that's just the way I'm going. It, well, except for Marissa's. Well, yes, except for Marissa's. There, 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 there is a wrong answer. I didn't want to further call anybody out, but yeah, Marissa, you're you're totally catching the L at home. I think I might have to retroactively place her in the penalty box. What do you think? Wow, wow, you're doing it on the podcast. I might, I might have to do it right here, right now. Um, wow. and the, and this is all going to be contingent. Her release is contingent on her helping us convert Frank to an Animal Kingdom fan. Wow! Wow! Those are those are uh, tall, uh, tall tasks, Marissa. I think he's gone drunk with power. I apologize, <laughs> um, Landon. There's no reason for me to give my list because it's exactly the same as yours. I, okay. Then. I, the only thing I would say is, it might surprise some folks to know that I would strongly consider fast passing the Skyliner. Mm. I I think it's that good. Keenan wow. is Keenan is correct. It is the most efficient form of transportation. If the Skyliner was extended to Animal Kingdom and maybe a couple other locations, maybe other resorts, I think it would maybe surpass my ranking and become the Fast Pass. Um, wow. So, so right now, on the record, if that happens, are we changing the podcast to like the Sunday Skyliner podcast? No, we'll just add another show. So uh, Okay. All right. That's fine. <laughs> so clear your schedules. Yeah, we're just going wall-to-wall -wall podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. 
Um, I do love it. It's amazing. And and I prefer to get the non-wrapped Skyliner because I like the views. You can still see pretty well out of the wrapped ones that have the characters on them, but it is somewhat obstructed just because of the screens that you have that are showing folks on the outside of your bucket what characters you've got. Um, but I do like the unwrapped ones. Actually, here's something Marissa and I can agree on. She said on Twitter this week that she would love it if there were some glass-bottom Skyliners. I've been saying that from the beginning. I would love that, too. I would totally... If you if you could pay $5 and do a round trip on a glass-bottom Skyliner, sold, I'll do it. They would, they would have to set up their own line because you know there are those people out there that don't like heights to begin with that are already like, all right, well, well you know, little, little Bobby wants to ride on it, so I guess I'll just tough it out, but... Mm. Yeah, my mm. suggestion is you, you do it similar to the way they do the... Um, the handicap accessible Skyliner buckets where you pull one off to the side and just have it sitting and waiting for someone to walk up and be like, Hey, I will ride the glass bottom Skyliner. And they're like, all right. So they, then they put it on the line, you hop in and it goes, it's not part of the main circulation. That's how I suggest they do it. Yeah. And it would be great. And I would totally do it. So yes. And then of course, snack break boat boat. I do love the boats. I think they're great. Lane and I have a similar story to yours. I when actually, but mine was staying at the Swan and Dolphin. I don't remember which one of the two I stayed at, but <laughs> every time we went to Epcot or Hollywood Studios, we just hopped on that ferry boat, the Friendship boats, and I loved it. It was it was magical. It's just a boat ride, but it's taking you to an amazing world class amusement park. Like it's just there's just something really special about that, and you know. It's the same argument that I have for why the monorail is so good, but um, it's the views. It's a relaxing breeze. Oh, it's so good. Those boats are nice. So, like you said, there really isn't a wrong answer. There's not a bad option here. Buses are a bad option. I don't want to mm-hmm. ride a bus anywhere. Nope. So, you give me you give me a boat, a monorail, a Skyliner, any other option, I'm definitely taking that and going to the park in style. And this was a good one, Landon. Way to go. This was a very good round of Fast Pass, Standby, Snack Break. Yeah, I was pretty pleased with this. I got some very spirited debate in the Facebook group. And if you want to get in on the next round of spirited debates, uh, head over and search on Facebook, the Morning Monorail family. Ask for an invite. Jay will probably hook you up unless he's still drunk on power and just uh, handing out sentences left and right because, you know, he is the lure. But uh, I did say we're going to go ahead and announce what next week's Fast Pass Standby Snack Break is. We already talked about uh, some after-hour events making a return, particularly in the boobash uh, at the Magic Kingdom. So we are going to fast pass, standby, snack break the following. Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party. Mickey's very merry Christmas party. And villains after hour. Those oh. are your three options. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Facebook group. Start freaking out right now. I can't wait to throw so many people in the penalty box this week. <laughs> I, I think you might have to actually expand the penalty box for, for all the bodies you're going to be throwing in there. It's going to be a happy family in that penalty box. They're going <laughs> to they're gonna have to get cozy and snuggle up. They better be wearing their masks because there's not going to be room to social distance in that penalty box. <laughs> like I said, he's gotten drunk with power, ladies and gentlemen. I've just gotten drunk with wine. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's... That's a good one, Landon. That's I like it. I'm excited about it. And I think it is appropriate uh, considering this announcement of the Boo Bash. So very timely as well. Can't wait to hear what you all think about it. 
Um, hey, before we wrap up today, would you care if I share some big announcements about the future of the Morning Monorail podcast? Yeah, I guess so, unless you're just going to like go after Marissa again. I, I might actually uh, have to step in and, and, and protect Marissa. But as long <laughs> as it's not that... Good sir, the floor is yours. Which, by the way, it's it, it's your podcast. You don't have to ask me. Well, this. but on. you know, you're in charge right now. I'm not trying. It to It is overstep. the Poochie era. Yeah. Um. By the way, Marissa, we're cool, but <laughs> yeah, watch yourself. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, I know that one of the things that you've been waiting for is is an announcement, an official announcement about the future of this podcast. I am happy today to share with you that we have decided on an official relaunch date for the podcast. Starting June the 14th, we will kick off the new era of the Morning Monorail podcast. That's right. June 14th, 2021. As of that Monday, we will officially relaunch the podcast. Now, a question that you might have is, are things going to change once the podcast relaunches? I'm glad you asked. Thanks for asking that wonderful question. There are a couple things that are going to be a little different once the podcast relaunches. First, Landon will be relegated back to the midsection of the monorail. Just kidding. He's still going to be part of the whole thing, but he just, you know, he's going to be back to his standard non-driving position. Oh, thank God. There's so much pressure with this role. (laughs) Landon will still be with us during the news and and doing that sort of thing. Landon's going to be hanging around. What may happen is you might see a little less of Garrett and McKenna. A couple of reasons for that. McKenna has a full, not a full-time job. She's got a job and she's going to be going back to school and with all the things going on. And by the way, she's somehow developed a social life. Um, what? Yeah. Now, okay. Okay. Now, now you're just lying to the listeners, Jay. That's, that's, that's too far. First you go after Marissa. Now you're just lying. <laughs> I know it seems far-fetched. It's hard to believe, but it is true. And all of that being the case, I just don't think that we can expect her to be on the show every Monday. She'll be here when she can, but maybe not every time. Similarly for Garrett, he's got a lot of things going on, a lot of school stuff going on. And I, I know people love the kids being part of this show and they're going to be here as much as possible, but I'm just telling you probably don't depend on it every week. What will be happening is Sam will be back on a regular basis. So she'll be back with us. So it'll, at the very least, you're going to have Landon, Sam and myself driving the monorail for you on a weekly basis. The second thing that's going to happen is the return of M three, four D. Yes. Landon and I will be back to our deep dive shows where we take a look at Disney's, your favorite Disney attractions, your favorite Disney, it could be restaurants, it could be shows, it could be hotels. We're we're going to do deep dives, get back to telling the story behind the story, and that is going to still be a separate show. So more than likely, you will see M34Ds coming out on Wednesdays. I don't know that that'll happen every week, but when we do them, they'll be separate from the main show and they're going to come out on Wednesdays. Finally, you might be asking, well, before you had to pause the monorail, you were doing a show every day, every day of the week. What happened to that? Well, we are going to be creating some additional content. However, we are establishing a Patreon. Now, this is something that we've been thinking about for a while, and 
this this is one of those things where we we wanted to do it because it's going to help us grow the show. It's going to help us continue to upgrade equipment, pay for the server space, pay for the web hosting. Um, maybe eventually we toss a couple of those shiny pennies Landon's way if, if we ever like actually break even. Um, it's expensive to do this, and it takes a lot of time and effort. And so we want to keep giving you a lot of that content. But at the same time, we would love it if, if you could help support the show. It's not going to be required. You're still going to get your morning monorails on Monday. You're still going to get the M34Ds on Wednesday when they happen. It's just we're going to do some additional things on the Patreon, and we'll get into that um, in just a minute um, if you become a Patreon member. Now, the Monday evening happy hours. Those are going to be something. We're going to continue to do that on the Monday or, or on the Morning Monorail Facebook group and on YouTube. Those are casual, informal, like talk back things. There's no set time or length for how long they'll go. There's no really set topics for that. It's just, hey, let's get together on the Monday night. Let's have a couple drinks and hang out. We can talk Disney or whatever you guys want to. It's totally off the cuff and just a fun thing to do. Over on the Patreon, we'll, we'll be doing some other things too. So. That being said, what you can expect, let's say you say, I'm not going to become a patron. I'm not going to do that. That's fine. No expectation of you to do so. No judgment if you decide not to. You're going to get morning monorail. You'll get the M34Ds. You'll get the Monday evening happy hours. Sounds like a good deal to me. Those are going to be happening. Landon, are you frozen or are you just thinking about it? No, like I'm, I'm just taking this all in and okay. I'm thinking, yeah, like if for whatever reason you didn't want to become a patreon you're still getting uh good quality content coming at you for free and i'm just curious if you do decide to put some skit in the game if you do want to throw some shekels so to speak at the monorail family what they can expect well that is a perfectly timed question landon it's almost like you're a professional at this <laughs> and i am ready to share what people can expect if they decide to become patrons of the morning monorail podcast there are going to be three tiers available to you at $3, you can become $3 a month. You can become a member of Monorail Coral. As a member of Monorail Coral, you will have access to additional podcasts, including in park audio, dining reviews, resort reviews, mailbag episodes, and more. I've and I'll just go ahead and let you know one of those more is my Walking Dead reviews because you're part of Monorail Coral. <laughs> That's right. Coral. Coral. You will also no, no, that, 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 that actually doesn't happen. I just want to uh, put that up front. That's not a joke. So don't <laughs> sign up thinking you're going to get me back to watching Walking Dead. <laughs> As a member of Monorail Coral, you will also unlock access to our private Monorail fam community that we will be creating on Discord, where you can connect with other Monorail riders to discuss topics Disney and beyond. Following each episode of the show, we'll post show notes and links that we use to facilitate the discussion right here on the Morning Monorail podcast. You'll be able to peruse that and refer to that as a little extra, almost like a cliff notes or uh, additional reference materials for the show. And finally, Monorail Coral members will receive a shout out on one of our Monday free episodes. So you're going to hear your name said on the podcast as a thank you for being a mem member of Monorail Coral. All that for $3. That's a steal, Jay. It's pretty good. A lot going on. Now, if you decide that you want to throw a few more shekels in there in the pot, we have want to double down on the dollary dues. Come on. Double down on those Disney dollary dues. 
We have another tier called Monorail Silver. On the Monorail Silver tier, for $6 a month, you'll get all the things that I previously mentioned for Monorail Coral. So you're going to get access to all the additional podcasts that we create. You'll get access to the private community. You're going to get access to the show notes. But wait, there's more. Monorail Silver riders will be invited to participate in live video Q&As once a month, hosted by Samantha and Justin Monorail. Landon will probably be there whenever he can as well. Do you like live in-park videos? Guess what? You're going to get those too. As part of Monorail Silver, you'll be able to watch videos and see pictures we take in the parks or on other adventures beyond when we go to places outside of the parks. And finally, you'll also get the shout-outs, similar to the Monorail Coral Group. So, a little extra bonus for you there, the monthly Q&As, the live in-park streams, you'll get access to those things as part of Monorail Coral. Silver. Man, Sorry. Jay, that sounds like a winner. I don't think you could give us an even better value at all. Well, I think I might be able to, because there is one more tier that your Monorail fam could potentially choose to be part of, and if they do, they're going to get even more. At the Monorail Gold level, for $12 per month, you'll get all the things I previously mentioned, but in addition to that, you will have the ability to shape the content we create with exclusive voting power and the ability to send your individual request directly to your friendly neighborhood Monorail host. What's better than interacting with the show? Interact with us. As members of the Monorail Gold Tier, you'll be invited to attend private meetup events throughout the year in Orlando, at wow. Walt Disney World, or possibly in other locations. You will be invited to VIP events in person with the Monorail fam. And finally, you will get to show your Monorail pride. As a member of Monorail Gold, you will receive a Monorail mini print and a sticker after three months of membership dang and let me tell you as somebody who rocks the morning monorail sticker every day on my water bottle i've gotten a lot of compliments on it and people ask me what is this it's, it, this is a cool looking sticker and you can tell people hey not only is this an awesome podcast i am helping make this awesome podcast it's true so to recap when the monorail officially officially relaunches on June the 14th, the morning monorail will be back, the free show on Mondays. M340 will be back on Wednesdays. The Monday night cocktail hour will be happening, usually around 8 o'clock for who knows how long, every Monday night live on the Morning Monorail Fam Facebook and on YouTube. If you join that Patreon, you're going to get additional podcasts throughout the month where we do dining reviews, we do some in-park audio, we do some additional mailbag type things. You're going to get, if you decide to donate a little more, you're going to get live in-park video, additional pictures throughout the month. You're going to get to participate in those Q&As. And then if you want to be a member of that top tier, you're going to get additional swag. You're going to get exclusive invites to live in-person monorail meetups. And as we go, these tiers, there may be some additional things that are added, but I'm just telling you for now, I feel like this is a pretty good deal. Go look at Patreon. Check some of your other Disney podcasts. I think we're very competitive with what you can get if you become a patron of other podcasts. I would love to hear if you've got thoughts on those things. I'd love to hear it. 
But um, we will be setting up that Monorail Fam Discord. So anybody, any person who becomes a patron will have access to that special Discord just for the Monorail Fam. And I'm looking forward to interacting with all of you. It's going to be great. The Monorail Fam on Facebook isn't going away, but this is just going to be an exclusive subset of Monorail patrons. So there you go. I think it's exciting stuff. I hope you do too. Oh, I'm I'm pumped to hear all of these excitements. Like, uh, clearly, I'm excited to be a part of the Monorail family, but I'm excited for what's coming, so other people's can other people's other people can kind of join in on the Monorail family. Um, and I think, like, as somebody who's signed up for a lot of different podcasts for a lot of different services, I do think there is tons of value at all three tiers. Uh, I invite you. Sign up. I mean, there's there's no commitment. Like it's it's a 30 day commitment. If you don't feel like you're getting the bang for your buck that you want, you can drop out after 30 days. And 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 if you feel that way, I'm already telling you up front before it even launches, holler at us. Let us know yeah. what we can do better. Yep, absolutely. Always open to feedback. Um, would love to hear that kind of thing from you. So please, definitely Monday morning monorail at gmail.com or get at, get at us on all the other social medias. Um, we're always willing to hear that kind of thing, especially from people who are willing to help us. And by the way, I don't want this to come across as like a greed kind of a move because here here's, here's really the bottom line. What we want to do is give you the highest quality podcast that we possibly can. And if we can upgrade equipment, if we have the ability to potentially maybe even buy some ads or do some other sorts of things, this monorail is going to continue to grow, get even better. And I want you all to be part of that. We owe you all so much already. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for you all. And I just would love to see this thing where we can all take it if we commit to like actually like growing it and seeing where it can go. This monorail it, it, it's going to the moon like Dogecoin. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop, never stop to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting, man. I am pumped that we're finally getting that out there into the public. Now, once again, relaunch date, June 14th, Monday. Mark it in your calendar. When does the Patreon go live? When can the lovely listeners start signing up for this? We'll start it in, in June. Because I, th- I think it makes sense to start it in June. That way we can start getting that additional content out there. And uh, we'll be at that point, we'll be in a position where we can start creating that quality content that you're paying for. So June, we'll start it. And uh, those that want to um, jump in there, then we'll start getting that stuff to you as quick as we can. So look for it early June, first week. Mm. Super awesome. Super exciting. Things are happening. And thank you all for, uh, I guess, uh, Living through the Poochie era as we bridge the gap from the old monorail to the new monorail. Uh, and like, like we're creating a trilogy. Like, like we have old monorail episode four, we have the Poochie era episode five, and then we'll have the new monorail episode six. And everybody will look back and be like, yeah, episode five clearly was the best. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Landon, I want to give you credit right here on the monorail before we wrap it up and just say, you have single-handedly guided us into one of the hottest eras of morning monorail downloads that we've ever seen. This this last three weeks, the downloads are off the charts. I give you all the credit for that, my friend. I mean, you're the one at the controls, so I think that you deserve 
the accolades and the credit for this. And I really appreciate what you've done to keep this thing going. So thank you, sir. Thanks to you. We actually have two episodes in the last three weeks that are in our top 10 all time. And we are Mm. setting daily download records as it is. So fantastic. I love it. And you're doing a great job. Um, can't, Can't thank you enough. Well, I greatly appreciate it, and I will gladly take all the credit and the kudos. You're going to pass my way. Now, you said it uh, that uh, the Monorail family is part of the reason we do that. I even said that in previous episodes, and when when, when I came back by myself, it's like I said I wanted to give y'all something to listen to just because of the family, of the fan base that you, Jay, and Sam and Garrett and McKenna and I guess to a lesser extent me have built up because like I greatly appreciate every single one of you. It's like it's like 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 y'all know what I do for a living. I get behind a microphone for for twenty hours on air every week. This right here on the morning monorail is some of the most fun I have behind a microphone every week, and it's because of who I get to talk to, who I get to an- interact with, both on air and online. So thank y'all for downloading. Thank y'all for liking whatever madness comes out of my mouth. Thank y'all for just, I guess, buckling up and getting through it until the adults take over the wheel because we finally have, an, have a date where the adults are back and Captain Poochie will go back to a drink of bourbon in the fun bee <laughs> of the morning monorail. <laughs> well, you'll get a well-deserved break at that point, but I, I just think that we've done this together and not not just the three of us, not just the five of us, if we want to include the kids, but the the, fa- the core family that's been with us from the beginning and supported us and continues to be part of this monorail and tells their friends about it, shares us on Twitter, shares us, you know, whether they're talking around the water cooler at work, however that is. I don't know how you found this particular show, but... You, it's either because you know you happened upon it searching for a, a just a Disney podcast. Maybe I like tried to reach out to you on Twitter and let you know we existed, or maybe someone told you about us. Um, maybe Jay came around and stood outside your bedroom window <laughs> throwing rocks at it and holding up a big morning monorail poster, which you can totally buy at tpublic.com. I know. So. I've got one on the table behind me. I see that. Well, it's, it's an audio-based podcast, but, but yeah, I can totally <laughs> yeah. see that. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I'm just glad you're here, and I just hope that we continue to move this thing forward in a positive way. I love all of you, um, honestly, because... the the connection that that we've made in this community has meant so much to me and it's very touching and uh i i'm so excited about the future and i hope that you all are too that's what i'll say yeah mm-hmm. and and especially over the last year when so many of us have had to stay away from our actual friends and family i feel like the monorail family has kind of become a virtual family so um thank y'all like yeah. like love every one of you uh regardless of ever you found us even if you uh, subscribe to one episode, never came back. As long as you forgot to cancel your subscription, <laughs> we still get your download. So thank you for that regardless. But yeah. um, uh, I almost, it almost feels kind of weird to go to plugs, but Jay, like where can, where can everybody find you on the socials? Well, you know, uh, if you haven't already done so, join that Morning Monorail family on Facebook. Um, Landon is doing a great job putting out the Fast Pass standby snack break games every week. We're interacting more and more and more as that family grows. It's just like a constant conversation throughout the week. Mostly Disney-based, but sometimes some other things sneak in there. Yeah, because some of us have to go and ride the Velocicoaster at at, 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 at the park that shall not be mentioned. Which, by the way, if you missed out on Jay's review, go check out last week's episode. It is tagged on to the very end, which, Jay, uh, brief synopsis. Um... It's very good. 
<laughs> that is a brief synopsis. Thank you very much. Yeah, without going into too much. If you want to really hear, go listen to my live reaction because it was genuine. And uh, I mean, he cried way more than I thought I he was going to. I did. Yeah. <laughs> but um, man, yeah, it was a good time. Um, but yeah, we're we're morning monorail everywhere. Uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Um, you can follow me on TikTok if you want to. Justin Monorail. There hasn't really been a lot going on there, but you can still email us Monday Morning Monorail at gmail and our voicemail four zero seven nine one seven two one four four. Call us with those crappy impersonations. I want to hear them. Do it, please. Have do we it. still not gotten any? Not one. People All are, right. Well, well. Let me let me uh, start on another bottle of wine, and and I'll really start <laughs> cranking them out, buddy. People are shy, but that's okay. Landon, how about you? Let's plug up all of your stuff. Uh, L A N D O Z. Please go follow me, Landon Don. I'm the best, Landon Don. Not the rest. That's where you can follow me. Two hundred and eighty characters at a time on Twitter. I also run a website, buttmunchchips.com. Buttmunchchips. Sit on your butt and munch. Whoa, that's a fun effect. I like that one. Uh, that's where you can find really outdated podcasts, stuff I did in college radio where you can kind of hear the seeds planted of this insanity that I now do for a living. And speaking of my living, I uh, appear on the Phil Show News Talk 98.7 WOKI radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available on the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk987 app as well. And for the first time on the podcast, or at least... The first time in forever. <laughs> I said the thing from the thing. Uh, I'm going to mention my Instagram. It's Instagram uh, Dawes Does Disney because, ladies and gentlemen, I am now within one week, six days of the Dawes returning to Disney for the first time in over a year, for the first time since the world caught fire because I got my second Fauci ouchie, my superpowers have kicked in. I have fantastic 5G reception, so I feel it is time to try and return to a little bit of normalcy. So the Daz is going back to Disney. And if you want to follow in on all of the trouble, I'm sure I'm going to get myself into, you know, good trouble, not bad trouble, because you don't want to go to Disney jail. We always say that. Uh, follow along on Instagram, Daz Does Disney, and uh, follow the hashtag Daz Does Disney as well, because uh, I am a whore for my brand, and I end everything I post with hashtag Daz Does Disney. Yeah, definitely follow it. You're going to see some familiar faces over the course of the mm -hmm. week that Landon's there. Mm, I, I hear there's some rumors that uh, that uh, them boys uh, might be getting back together uh, to recreate some uh, very famous shots. And there might be a fourth member of them boys one day in Magic Kingdom. Yeah. The horsemen are going to ride again. That's all I'm going to say. Woo! Woo! <laughs> some of us literally might be riding Space Mountain. Not me, because my body can't take it. But. It's yeah, looking forward to it. And next week on the podcast, one of the things we'll do, maybe a majority of the time, is focusing on what are those things you're looking forward to for your trip back to the parks for the first time in over a year, and also um, what are those things that maybe you haven't done that you're going to try to do. So, like new experiences, I'm I'm excited to talk to you about that, Landon, and then just excited for you to be back down here excited for frank to come down that grumpy old man get him down here and let him have a good time for a week because he certainly needs it um try to put a smile on his face and uh yeah good it's it's all gonna be good so um i can't wait i can't wait we got a lot of great stuff happening in the very near future 
I love the fact that we're closing out the Poochie era of the uh, Morning Monorail podcast by making a full episode about Captain Poochie himself. Yeah. It, like, I could not have booked this any better. <laughs> it works out very nicely. Um, but yeah, I, I think, you know, this is, this one's been a good one. It's a bit long. I hope you all hung with us. Um, but if not, we already got your download. So whatever. Yeah. But thank, thanks for making it this long. Anyway, we tucked the good stuff in at the end, the, the announcement. So, so if you stayed, then you got all the juice and, uh, this is the only place you're going to hear it. Cause otherwise it's, it, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything about it on social media. It's a secret. You have to hear it right here. I'll, I will eventually say something, but just <laughs> just not yet. I was going to say that really seems kind of counterintuitive to the whole launch, that, but whatever. It's, I know. It's, it, it's your secret. That'd be dumb. This is a second launch, just like you get on the Velocicoaster. Oh, oh, and once again, if you if you want to get his full thoughts on the Velocicoaster, go check out last week's episode. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap it up. Um, All right. So for – oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I want to add a new thing to our sign-off, and I want to say, thank a cast member. They make the yes. magic – Please thank a cast member. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, like we, we, we talk about how we go down to Disney for the magic. 90% of the magic comes from the cast members themselves. Like, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm not throwing shade at, at Cinderella's castle or anything, or, you know, getting on that attraction that you loved growing up. But still, those cast members are a big dadgum part of making that Disney magic possible. Yeah. I love that. Thank a cast member. Yeah. So thank a cast member and have a magical week, guys. Yeah. So for uh, Velocicoaster Jay and the rest of the Monorail family, my name is Landon Doan. Once again, thank a cast member and thank you for coming along with this ride on the Morning Monorail, the Monday edition of the Morning Monorail. You've been great. They've been the Monorail. I've been the Dawes. We'll see you next week. Thank you very much and have a good morning and a great week, too. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. You can find us on the socials at Morning Monorail. The website is morningmonorail.com and the email is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail 407-917-2144. Thank you so much for being part of the Monorail family. We'll see you next time. Oh, I guess I'm doing the intro. Thank you, Zoe. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Yes, yes. You going to get it out of your system? As soon as I start talking. There it is. All right. <laughs> she doesn't right. normally get a bark in there. That almost made me do a spit take. I saw that. Yeah, that was that was, that was was neat. Okay, Zoe. Nothing like a cruise down the Saskagoula. Wait. Close. Saska- Saskagoula. There you go. You got it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, yes, I need another glass of wine. Uh, n- next up, Jeff, he is fast-passing uh, boat because nothing like a cruise down the Sasagagool. Son of a... <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Sasagula. Sasagula. Yeah. All right. All right. Oh, my God. Yes, I know. <laughs> She's learned that when you when you are sitting in this position with a mic in front of you, it's time to play fetch. She really has like like this entire time she's been sitting quietly next to me doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. But, mm, same whenever I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs>